Shall we pray? Father, the hour has come that your people are waiting to hear the voice of God speak to the hearts of men and women, boys and girls. Please, Lord, speak to me, your servant, that I may speak. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Let the whole church say, the battle lines are drawn. Communication makes sure everybody get a copy of this sermon. It is not easy. I've realized that life is nothing. And I've made my mind that every day God gives me, I'm going to use it for his honor. Because the days are not yours. The hours are not yours. It belongs to the one who gave you the life. Do you know that life ends as soon as you stop breathing? You know that? And we make our mouth whoa, whoa, whoa for nothing. Nothing. We think we are somebody, but we are nothing. I want to tell you, when you lie on your deathbed, your degrees mean nothing. Your houses mean nothing. Your properties mean nothing. What is important is whether you are in the hands of Jesus Christ and whether you have done the will of God. In the book of Joshua, chapter 3, Verse 5. Then Joshua told the people, Purify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. Naka, I want us to purify ourselves. Purify ourselves from selfishness and greed and all these big things we want to do. And we relegate God at the background. Let us put God in front. Purify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Life is not for us to play games with it. That is why in the book of Amos chapter 6 verse 1, listen to what Amos is saying. Amos chapter 6 verse 1 says, woe to you who are complacent in Zion. Woe to you who are complacent in Zion. Let me paraphrase it for you. Woe to you who are complacent at Naka. Complacent about what God wants you to do. Complacent that you have all time for yourselves. Complacent that you can do what you want, but not what the life giver wants you to do. Complacent Amos, chapter 6, verse 1. Woe to you who are complacent about the gospel commission. Complacent. I think we are being complacent every day in our lives. We think we have time. But we don't have time. We don't have time. 
Amos chapter 6 verse 2. Sorry, Joshua chapter 6 verse 2. Joshua chapter 6 verse 2. But the Lord said to Joshua, I want you to listen very carefully what God himself told Joshua. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and its mighty warriors. Naka, are you listening? The Lord said to you, Naka, I have given you Lithonia. I have given you Atlanta metro area. I have given you Georgia. I have given you the whole world. East Kings, East Billionaires. Let me tell you, the billionaires in Atlanta have been given to us. The politicians and the rulers in Atlanta have been given to us. God says, I've given you Jericho, East Kings, and all its mighty warriors. So why are we afraid? Why are we afraid? Our God has given us power to go out there and conquer for him. Did the Israelites fight? When, they were, when Jericho was conquered, did they fight? So why are you afraid? Why are you not going for the Lord? God told the Israelites, circle around Jericho six times, seven times a day, right? For seven, for seven days. For six days. And the seventh day, when you do it, blow the trumpet. And when they blew the trumpet, what, what happened? So it's kings, it's millionaires and billionaires, it's rulers were at the mercy of the Israelites. I want to tell you, God has given you as you sit here, don't cheapen yourself and don't think you are nobody, you are somebody in Jesus Christ. You are a royal priest, you have been commissioned by the life giver, God Almighty, to go out and represent him and conquer Jericho and conquer Atlanta and conquer Lithonia for him because he has given it to us. If you don't understand, let's see the perception of the Israelites when they were given this message. What was their perception? And what is your perception today? I hope you understand perception, right? Okay. What was your perception? Listen to Leo Tolstoy, a theologian. He said, we lost because we told ourselves we lost. Is that what Naka is saying? We can't do it because it is difficult. Is that what you're saying? Bring names of people you want to see with you in heaven. And is that a difficult, a, a difficult matter? Bring names. Let's pray about it. Let God work on them and bring them to church. And you say it's difficult. We lost. Because we told ourselves. You see, when the ten spies were sent, the, sorry, sorry, the twelve spies were sent to spy the land. 
what was the testimony of the ten spies? They came and they said, we went to the land. It is good. Flowing with milk and what? Honey. But, you know, every time you make a good statement, but you, you use a sentence, you use the, 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 <laughs> that word, but, you see, you have already cancelled what you said before. But, we saw the sons of Anak there, the giants. We are not able to take the land. Because when we went there, in our own eyes, not in the eyes of the people, in our own eyes, we were like grasshoppers. Naka, you are not grasshoppers in Atlanta yet. You are not. You are giants of the Lord. And we need to step up as giants of the Lord. In the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 37, Luke chapter 1, verse 37 says, For nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible. Because with God, all things are possible. When you step up for God, all things are possible. But ye shall receive power when the Holy Ghost come unto you. And you shall be my disciples. You shall be my testimonies. You shall be the people who will carry the message to Judea and to the ends of the world. You shall receive power. According to Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you shall receive power. In the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 says, For I can do everything with the help of Christ who gives me the strength I need. So you can do everything. You can bring 10 people to church. You can bring 50 people to church. Wasn't just one person who Christ healed, the man who was cutting himself, the man who was living in the caves that everybody was afraid and using stones to cut himself and Christ healed. He alone, he wanted to follow Christ. Christ said, no, go home. Go to your home and tell what the Lord has done for you. And just one man's testimony, when Christ returned, the whole cities around, not only his city, but the whole cities around came to see Jesus Christ. That there was no room, no stadium, no dome that can accommodate Christ. Christ has to go to the desert to accommodate the people. One man's testimony. One man. Your testimony can fill this church. I didn't hear Amy here. Your testimony. The Lord has done so much for you. Tell the world what the Lord has done for you. In the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verse 2, I want to repeat again. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, his kings, and his mighty warriors. What was their problem? Or what was their promise? The Israelites were told to encircle around Jericho. What was the promise? And what is our promise? What are we supposed to do? In the book of 2 Peter, chapter 3, verse 6. 2 Peter, chapter 3, verse 6 says, 
the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise to return, as some people think. No, he's being patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to perish, so he's giving more time for everyone to repent. He's giving you time to repent to do his business. Are you with me? He's giving you more time to work for him. The Lord is not slow to his promise. What the Lord has said, it will, it will surely come to pass. Listen to what John Wesley, you all know John Wesley, the leader of the Methodist church. He said, the world is my parish. Can you also say, Georgia is my parish. Atlanta metro area is my parish. Can you say that? I'm not hearing you. I'm not. Can you say my community is my parish? Are you saying that? Then say it to the Lord. My community is my parish. Latonia is my parish. Luke chapter 1 verse 37 for nothing is impossible for God. Ask God and he will give you the power if you are ready to go for him. What was their power and what is our power? How are we going to go? What was their power? Listen to your charge. Nigeria Adventist Church of Atlanta exists to reach pre-Christians through dynamic worship and relevant preaching, bringing them to a life expanding relationship with Jesus Christ and guiding them into a practical holiness as evidence through the fruit of the Spirit. This morning, you saw the, the praise singers, right? And you saw the hymn. Weren't you elevated? Weren't you that you, you were all elevated, right? Our spirit were up. My body was shaking. Now your body was shaking, right? For the Lord. This, we have a dynamic worship here in, in, in our church. We have dynamic worship. So why are we keeping it to ourselves? There are people dying there. They need what we are having. When I come here, I enjoy the worship. No. I'm inspired by the worship. Am I speaking the right words? Please, when I finish preaching, don't come and tell me you enjoy the sermon. Are you with me? Don't come and tell me, you, you uh, the Pastor, thank you, I enjoy the sermon. The sermon is not made for you to enjoy. Are you, are you with me? It's to inspire you for action. Hallelujah. Yes, you don't enjoy it. Tell me, Pastor, I am inspired. I'm not going on the business of the Lord. Naka. Naka is committed to the reaching of pre-Christians through relational evangelism. Evangelism is and will remain a priority. We have introduced the pyramid here. Are you aware about that? 
Please, you keep quiet right now. Let me ask the people. Are you aware about the pyramid? I, I'm, not, I'm not. Church, are you aware about the pyramid? The pyramid of our evangelism that I presented to you. Are you aware about that? Okay, thank you. So then, we, are, we all must be committed to reaching pre-Christians or those who are not Christians through relational evangelism. The pyramid is a relational evangelism. We are, not, we are not telling you to go and be like Paul and preach like Paul. We are telling you to go out and build Christian relationship. Relationship. Through relationship, bring somebody to the feet of Jesus Christ. Evangelism is and will remain a priority. So long as I remain pastor here, evangelism will remain the priority of this church. And we all have to apply ourselves to it. Now listen to John Wesley again. We all know John Wesley. I think we have been singing his hymns in this church. John Wesley said, get on fire for the Lord and they will come watch you burn. I didn't hear Amy here. Say, get on fire. <laughs> when you are on fire, people will come and watch you. Right? They will come and watch you burn. Burn for the Lord. Ralph Waldo, who was a grandson of Peter Waldo, the one who started the Waldensian Christian movement way back then, said this, and I want to quote for you. If a man can write a better book, preach a better sermon, or make a better mousetrap than his neighbor, though he builds his house in the woods, the world will make a beating path to his door. So we may not be speaking the American English. Somebody told me you speak Ghana English, that's fine. You also speak Nigerian English. That's fine. But you see, if you have something good that somebody wants, no matter the English you speak, so long as you speak English in a different uh, dialect or in a different tone, they will come to you, your doorstep, to get what you have. And who told you that your English is not good? Who told you? I was surprised when I came to Andrews University, that all these white people, they came to me to learn. They said, Pastor, we don't understand the English. We started speaking English without knowing the dynamics of English. You know, when we, when we went to school in Nigeria, they taught you the verbs and the pronouns and the nouns and the adverbs, right? Yeah, but these people started to talk English. They don't know the dynamics. You listen to these American speakers, you know that they turn the language upside down. They make adverbs now. They make adjectives now. <laughs> but we, we learn the nitty gritty of the English, right? Because that was not our mother tongue. So we learn it. So they will come, Pastor, can you, uh, brother, can you explain this as well as so forth? 
So who told you that you can't speak good English? Go to them. They will listen to you. God has endowed you with spiritual gifts. God has given you talent for you to use to his glory. So if you can do that, people will beat the path to your door. They will hear you because you have something they don't have. I was shocked last Sabbath at the Nigerian church when a testimony was given by a young lady. She said, Pastor, I need materials to be given to my colleagues because they are telling me, Janet, you have something in you that we want to get. But Pastor, I don't know how to give Bible study. They see me, they see my behavior and my character and my lifestyle and they think there's something special about me. Please, Pastor, give me materials. I want somebody in Naka to come and tell me this. We are here to help, to do everything for you, to be all you can be in Jesus Christ. In James chapter chapter 4, verse 2, James chapter 4, verse 2 says, and yet the reason you don't have what you want is that you don't ask God for it. Have you asked God to give you the Holy Spirit to go and do his work? Or anytime you kneel down, you only ask God, I need job, I need money, I need need my health. Is that all you're asking? Why don't you ask God to give you the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish his purpose? To talk to your neighbor. Please, God, give me the power. Let your Holy Spirit shine upon me so I can go to this neighbor and talk about Christ. Joshua chapter 6 verse 20. Joshua chapter 6 verse 20 says, When the people heard the sound of the horns, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly, the walls of Jericho collapsed, and the Israelites charged straight into the city from every side and captured it. You see, when you are obedient to the Lord and you do the will of God, the wall of Jericho in your life will collapse. It can't stand. Victory is assured for us when we are obedient to the Lord. What was your provision? And what is our provision? What is our provision? In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 30, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30 says, It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho seven days, and the walls came crashing down. And it is by faith you will go to the neighbor. It's by faith you will go to Latonia. It's by faith you will go to everywhere and Nigeria will be found in Atlanta metro area. Everywhere an African will be found in the, Nigeria, uh, in the Atlanta metro area. And the walls of resistance will come crushing down. God wants to use you to bring people to the feet of Jesus Christ. Angels are yearning to come and do this job. Angels. But God says, no, I will entrust this to my children. I will entrust this to feeble hands so people will know that with God, 
all things are possible. Please don't make God a liar. Let's stand up for Jesus Christ and let's go out for him. It was Russell Frager, that Baptist preacher who said, and I want to quote him, he saves, forgives, and heals. He takes back what the devil steals. The devil has stolen God's people. We will go in the name of Jesus Christ and take back what the devil has captured. We will go. And I want every one of you to be committed. Because you see, today you can breathe. Today you can have appetite. Tomorrow will not be for you. So as long as you have life today, give time to the cause of Jesus Christ. Give time. I want to repeat what God told Joshua and because I want this to ring in your ears over and over. Joshua chapter 6 verse 2. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its mighty warriors. I have given you everything you need. In the book of Mark chapter 10 verse 27. Mark chapter 10 verse 27 says, Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything possible with God. So humanly speaking, we say it is difficult. They have dogs in their houses. They will not accept us. The community will call the police. Hey, I have been in a community in Washington, this when I was selling booths as students. You, you, you stop your car, you knock one door, two doors, three doors, then you, you see the police come. And they ask, what are you doing here? So, I am doing, um, I'm trying to distribute books. He said, no, there is no solicitation in this community. Did that stop me? No. No. Yes, police will come, I will obey, I will leave, but I will go to the next corner. If this street will not accept me, I will go to the next corner. It's by that I made scholarships to make money to go to school. So you see, if A will not accept, B will accept, or C will accept. It's not for you to say A did not accept, so you are no more going. Go for the Lord. Go for the Lord. Because the battle is not your battle. The battle is for God. Well, with God, all things are possible. Hebrews chapter 1, 11 verse 1. We all know this. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, What is faith? It is the confident assurance that what we hope for is going to happen. It is the evidence of things we cannot yet see. So we have to have confident assurance that what we want to work for the Lord, what we want to do to bring people at the feet of Jesus Christ is going to happen. Satan cannot stop us. People cannot stop us. In fact, <laughs> We are unstoppable. My dear brothers and sisters, are you with me? We are unstoppable. God will take no for an answer. He will not take no. I want you to say yes. Today, we need the names. It's not the names that you dream about. It's the names you really, really want to work with. 
and you really want us to pray about it. Because I had seen at the bedside of this young lady like sleeping slowly. It's like it's like the the people who do the sales, the auctioneers, the auctioneers. When the price is given and they say they mention it one time, two times, and three times. It's done. Is is what what happens? It's done. Today, God is giving you a chance to stand up for Jesus, to go for him, to be the Christian soldier you need to be. Evangelism will remain the priority of this church, and I want you as a person to declare before God that evangelism will remain a priority in your life. That going for Jesus will be number one. Not about your job. Not about your bank account. But that going for Jesus will be number one in your life. Nothing else is important than the business of Jesus Christ. Because I know, I know in my life, I know as, as an experience that when you take care of God's business, God will take care of your own business for you. So let's give God a chance to use us to bring people to the feet of Jesus Christ. Time is too short. We don't have time on our side. It's not older people who die. It's young people now who are dying. I have a friend in England. A friend in England. His father-in-law, his mother-in-law was so sick. Mother-in-law was so sick and everybody thought the woman was going to die. In fact, I went to England last year and met this lady. And she told me, Pastor, every day doctors tell me I'm going to die. Every day. Her husband, very strong. Very, very strong. No major health issue. Very strong. But this wife is being told every day, you are, you are not going to survive next month. You are not going to survive next week. You are not going to survive. In fact, while I was there talking to her, she fell down from her chair. I said, ah, ah, please don't die in front of me here. So we lifted her up. And she told me, Oh, Pastor, I'm okay. I'm okay. Do you know that the husband who had no health issue died? And the woman is still alive. Life is not for you. Give every minute for Jesus Christ. Go for him. But when he calls you today, what account? Will you give? You think Jesus is interested in the building you are, you, are, you, are, you are building? Is that important? You think Jesus is important in all the achievements you want to achieve so that they will know that you, have, you are also somebody? That's not important. He's interested just like Paul. Just like Stephen. 
when he was being stoned, didn't complain, but rather said, I lifted my eyes and I saw Jesus, I saw God and Jesus Christ sitting at the right hand of God. Wow! When he saw this glory, <laughs> the pain of the stones was nothing to him. Are you hearing me? The pain of the stones. Stones coming from left and right, hitting him here and there. The, he was, the man was dying, but he has joy in his heart when he has seen his master, Jesus Christ, sitting at the right side of the throne. That is enough for him. This life is not important. What is important is the eternal life that is coming for us. That one, our past are gone. Our disease are gone. Death is gone. Deaths are gone. Pain is gone. Separation is gone. Our tears are past. And we will live with our Lord forever and ever. That is the goal I'm looking for. And that is the goal I want for every one of you. Folks, let us work every day for the Lord. Let's not be complacent. Let's stand up for Jesus. Let's work as Christian soldiers. Let's prepare ourselves and prepare a people to, to meet him. So when you come back again, he will tell you, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. Is that what you want to hear? Then stand up with me. Stand up with me. And put your hand here on your chest. And declare. Lord Jesus. I stand before you. And I commit all to you. My time. My talent. And, and my means. To battle for you. Every day in my life. Give me the power to accomplish your purposes. To bring people at your feet. Use me the way you want to use me. To your glory and honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Edakone Senior Edamurak Edaubina Come forward and pray for us. Dear Lord, we have heard your word, and we thank you, because you love us so much that um, you want to spread your message through us, not minding how unworthy we are, not minding our sinfulness. Papa, forgive us. Amen. We know that we have not been faithful as you want us to be in living for you, in living like you, in spreading the gospel of salvation through Jesus Christ. Papa, we are recommitting ourselves at this moment individually and collectively as a church. Please empower us. Amen. Grant us the courage 
grant us the determination to go out and witness for you. Amen. And share your love in our homes, in our places of work, in our communities, and in the whole world. Amen. With you, all things are possible. Yes. We pray that your spirit will continue to remind us and empower us that we can do all things through Christ our Lord. Mm -hmm. Holy Father, we pray that we will not be the same again. We will not relapse again, but that we will march forward in faith. Mm -hmm. We thank you for your messenger through whom you have encouraged us today. Mm -hmm. Please may you continue to strengthen him. Amen. Please, we are praying and believing that the next time this topic will come up, we will have testimonies mm -hmm. of what you have done in us and through us. Once again, forgive our sins and use us to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We remember our members who are not here today mm -hmm. that even this message will reach them mm -hmm. so that all of us will be united in Jesus Christ mm -hmm. to march forward. Yes. We thank you because we know you have answered our prayers. Yes. Because thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our Father and our God, I join my voice with the voice of our elder in thanking you, Lord, for the voice of the Holy Spirit that has come to us, your people, through your man's servant, mm -hmm. we bless your holy name. Amen. Even in times like these and under the circumstance, mm -hmm. we thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Lord, for your unending blessings upon our lives. Mm -hmm. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the awakening that your message today has done amongst us. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. Dear Father, your manservant has spoken your word, mm -hmm. and your words have entered into our ears. Mm -hmm. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. that as your people depart from this place today, mm -hmm. that these words will continue to ring in our ears and in our hearts Amen. that we would not forget any single word of it, mm -hmm. but that even when we go to our bed tonight, that we will continue to ponder upon these words, mm -hmm. that we, each and every one of us, will rededicate ourselves for your service. Amen. Lord, we have seen how fleeting life is. Mm -hmm.
the young lady that lost, that just passed away mm -hmm. at our sister church. Mm -hmm. Even our members who have just lost younger brothers. Mm -hmm. Lord, we know you love us. Mm -hmm. We don't understand what these things, why these things happen. Mm. But one thing that is sure, that is coming to us as a message, is that no one, none of us, owns his or her life. Mm -hmm. And that life is not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. That anything can happen at any time. Yes. Oh Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, that as long as you have continued to keep us in this life, mm -hmm. I pray that we will learn lessons from these experiences. Amen. And that we will dedicate ourselves to make use of every single day of our lives that we have the privilege to be alive. Mm -hmm. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, even as we are trying to prepare ourselves for your kingdom. Help us, O oh Lord, so that we would not be selfish. That we would also be focused on how we can help to prepare others for your kingdom. Amen. Thank you, O oh Lord, even for the message. Mm -hmm. I pray for your man's servant. Mm -hmm. O oh Lord, as he has to deal with all of these things, encouraging us and encouraging others, I pray that you would encourage him as well. Amen. I pray that you will continue to increase his anointing. Amen. And as, and as he minister unto your people, I pray that you will continue to minister unto him. Amen. Forgive us our sins. Amen. Answer our prayers, O mm -hmm. Lord, because we have asked in Jesus' name. Amen. Father God, in addition, we want to give you a special thanks for a moment like this. You brought us to this location for a purpose. We are not here to sit tight on the chairs every Sabbath. We've been charged to go out to reach out and reach in. May that be our portion. Our God and Father, there is nothing we can do on our own power, but with your wisdom, and encouragement, and your Holy Spirit speaking to each and every one of us, we can collectively and individually move forward as a church. Thank you, Father, because of what you're doing for each and every one of us. I know through your word and what we have today that we will move as a force mm -hmm. to reach out to the community, Mm -hmm. to reach out to your church and to reach out to those that are in need. Mm -hmm. Father God, even within the church, if there is any member due to one reason or the other that is being discouraged, Father, may you encourage him. Mm -hmm. Father, we know that we don't know everything but through you, you can open our eyes. Mm -hmm. You can open our hearts. Mm -hmm. You can touch us to touch someone. Mm -hmm. 
Father God, we thank you because in this location, you can use us to do signs and wonders. Amen. So, Father, as we go to the field, help us. Show us what to say. Mm. Not our own word. Remove ego and pride. Mm. So that your Holy Spirit will be in control. Mm. In a special way, we pray for our children. Mm. They are downstairs. Today is their church. Even as they are growing, Lord, we pray that you encourage them too. Mm. That you circle them with your angels and remove distractions. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father, for amazing grace. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father, for your love. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father, for providing for each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.